So this is Richard Zink of the biopharmaceutical section of the American Statistical Association. I'm here today with Lily Yu of the Division of Biostatistics at the Food and Drug Administration and Bruce Binkowitz of Merck. They are the co-chairs for the 2013 ASA Biopharmaceutical Section FDA Industry Statistics Workshop. Welcome to you both. Thanks. Thank you, Richard. Uh, but before we discuss the workshop, let's get to know you a little better. Uh, Lily, you're the Deputy Division Director for the Division of Biostatistics. Can you give us a brief uh, summary of your primary responsibilities? I'm the Deputy Director for Pre-Marketing and Operations in the Division of Biostatistics uh, in the Center for uh, Devices and Radiological Health. You see, now, one of my responsibilities is to oversight or pre-market uh, medical device statistical review. How long have you uh, been with the FDA? For over 15 years. I came from pharmaceutical industry. Do you have any particular research interests you'd like to highlight? Um, yeah, my interests include the application of uh, a propensity score methodology and uh, regulatory statistics. I'm interested in the um, observational study design and a data analysis, non-inferiority, missing data, and subgroup analysis. Bruce, you're the executive director of late-stage development statistics at Merck. Can you describe your job for us? Sure. Thanks for uh, giving us the opportunity to uh, discuss everything today. So um, at Merck, I'm uh, an executive director in late development statistics, and we have a couple of roles. Merck is divided up into seven different research groups around the world, including China and Europe uh, and the United States. And uh, I head up one of those research groups um, in, in our organization. And then my other responsibility besides the, the management uh, aspect of the organization is that I'm the lead statistician for all the cardiovascular compounds uh, that Merck is developing, uh, especially uh, focusing on those that come through late stage in the trials uh, and the results from those trials and following them through with uh, health authorities uh, as uh, everything moves through the various phases. So uh, it's kind of a kind of a dual uh, aspect of how we do things. Uh, one is the administrative part where I'm the research group leader and the other is the therapeutic area part where I concentrate on cardiovascular programs. How long have you been at Merck? I've been at Merck for a little more than 25 years now, um, and I came from doing uh, about a year's worth of work for the Veterans Administration where I worked uh, at the VA as a statistician, and then I, uh, I came to the industry from there. Any uh, particular research interests you'd like to highlight? Yeah, my, my research interests tend to run to where there's an intersection between uh, the regulatory environment, regulatory guidances, regulatory policies, and statistics. Uh, most of my research, I would say, over the last five or six years has been concentrated in what we call multi-regional clinical trials. Some people call them global trials. Uh, I've been involved in uh, a few uh, research groups, um, one that is now under the Society for Clinical Trials, uh, a couple of other groups that have been involved uh, under the pharma umbrella and uh, we've been doing a lot of research. Some of these groups I'm involved in are multidisciplinary. We own statisticians and regulatory 
experts as well as epidemiologists and clinicians getting together to discuss the issues. And some of the groups I've been involved with have been uh, strictly statisticians. Uh, and so uh, I've been fortunate enough to be working with a really good group of people, and we've uh, been able to do uh, a number of papers that I, I think have really added to the literature around issues on multi-regional clinical trials. Um, and I think I've also uh, been fortunate enough uh, that I've gotten into this, that it's given me the opportunity to do presentations at various uh, workshops. Um, and even at this year's workshop, uh, we've, uh, there were people in the working groups uh, that we're involved in um, who are putting together a short course along with some FDA statisticians to present on the topic of multi-regional clinical trials. Let's get into uh, talking a, a bit about the workshop this year. How long have both of you been involved with the biopharmaceutical FDA industry workshop? Uh, Lily, you want to yeah. start us off? Uh, yeah. Um, I have been involved in the workshop for uh, more, more than 10 years as a speaker, session co-organizer, steering committee member, or workshop FDA co-chair this year. Bruce, how about yourself? I've been attending the workshop for more than 10 years as well, um, probably more than 15 years, and maybe the first time I attended, um, it was, I, I'm not quite sure, eight, nine years ago, maybe somewhere around there, that I decided to get more involved in the workshop, and I, I began going to the organizing committee meeting. And uh, in, interestingly, the very first time I went to organize and got picked to put together a session, one of the FDA people that I got to work with at that time was Lily. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, we, we ended up years later being co-chair together. <laughs> How do you get selected as the co-chair? Is this uh, something that occurs as part of being on the steering committee? Uh, Fina, uh, with the FDA, I was the president of FDA Statistical Association last year. And by tradition, I serve as FDA co-chair for this for this workshop for this year. I speak on behalf of FDA Statistical Association. Bruce, how how were you selected? Is it just a voting process? The the, uh, the ASA Biopharmaceutical uh, section has responsibility for choosing the industry representative as co-chair, uh, and that is often up to the chair of the uh, section for that year. Um, and they solicit uh, opinions, and then they ask for nominees. Uh, and uh, people who are interested, of course, who are, who are asked, uh, then submit uh, some background. And uh, of the number of candidates that are submitted, then there's a process by really the core leadership of the biofarm section uh, with the ultimate decision up to the chair. Uh, to select amongst those who would be the uh, the industry representative for the workshop. This year, there's uh, two plenary sessions planned. Uh, Ron Wasserstein from the ASA is going to speak, Don Rubin of Harvard University, and there's also a plenary panel session on uh, innovation and best practices in clinical trials. Past workshops have uh, typically elevated two parallel sessions into plenary sessions. Why the change this year? Either way is fine, uh, but we thought uh, the workshop attendees may be interested in some high-level perspectives in terms of statistical methodology and activities related to International Year of Statistics, presented by <laughs> high-profile statisticians and ASA officials. 
Bruce, would you like to add? Yeah, I think that's that's a good summary of what some of our primary motivation was for doing this. And I think that uh, we've seen in other workshops, other conferences, that they're often kicked off with uh, specifically targeted plenary speakers or panels. And in such a process, you often, if you're trying to get people who are highly recognizable or you're trying to get somebody who's speaking on a popular topic, um, sometimes it takes a lot of planning in advance to do that. Um, and so this year we thought, Lily and I thought, that this would be something um, that we'd want to try to lock down maybe outside the process. Um, the process, I think, has been very successful in the past. I have to think that because I've organized opening plenary sessions in the past um, and been organizers. Um, but uh, we, we tried this this year, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely, uh, as always, be soliciting feedback on how this goes. Now, Lily, you uh, mentioned the International Year of Statistics, and I, I imagine Ron Wasserstein is going to talk about uh, the Year of Statistics. Are there any other sessions uh, at the workshop that are going to deal directly with this topic? Uh, yes. Uh, we also have a shorter course on multi-regional clinical trials and some other related uh, parallel sessions. For both of you, do you feel like the International Year of Statistics has accomplished its goals in promoting uh, statistical methodologies and the impacts statisticians have had uh, across the numerous fields? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think, uh, well, uh, it's interesting. You kind of asked that in past tense, has it accomplished its goals? And I think it's still accomplishing the goals and probably should still continue past the formal end of the year of statistics to do that. And I know that the uh, American Statistical Association sends out updates and newsletters on what's going on. And some of the information that they've linked to, uh, I think, has been really well done uh, for the general community to learn about statistics. I've seen some nice things put out. I've seen some uh, interesting information, videos, and uh, posters that could be targeted at uh, schools, especially grammar level and middle school, uh, to raise awareness there. Um, and I think some of the outreach that's gone on, some of the trips uh, that have been scheduled from, from members who are part of the American Statistical Association, who I believe have visited other countries such as China and Cuba and Israel, and I'm sure there's more I'm not remembering off the top of my head, just as the general outreach. Um, I think that's all been some amazing work to raise the awareness uh, in the field. And I think uh, the other thing that they've done, which is try to get a lot of different organizations on board, including the FDA industry workshop that we're discussing now, we are, if you go to the website, we are a member of the International Year of Statistics effort. Uh, and I think uh, that sort of recognition and, and effort, broad-based, uh, is has definitely uh, worked towards getting this goal, and I, I hope it doesn't stop at the end of this year. I guess uh, Ron uh, team will talk about that in his keynote speech. Yeah, I imagine so, and yeah, you bring up a good point, Bruce, that um, you know we've set aside this year to uh, promote statistics, but ideally if we're going to be successful, these kinds of things need to extend beyond 2013 far into the future. So it's a very good point. Now, town halls have been a recent addition to the uh, the workshop. Is there anything uh, new that we're going to see this year? Uh, there are two town hall sessions this year. Uh, one was organized by SIGMED. 
SIGMED stands for Special Interest Group for Medical Devices and Diagnostics. Uh, they, will, they will discuss issues involved in the industry and regulation of medical devices and diagnostics. The other one is a diagnostic town hall meeting. This session will cover current hot topics in the diagnostic industry, including IVD, imaging, uh, biologics, companion diagnostics, as well as other diagnostic fields. Bruce, do you have anything to uh, add to the question? Uh, I, well, regarding other things that could be new this year, because I think Lily covered the, the town halls very well, um, you know, as co-chairs, Lily and I had discussions about ways of perhaps introducing and improving the workshop without impacting on what's worked so well for years. Um, because it is a successful workshop. There are a lot of people who come to this and they have certain expectations, and we certainly don't want to change what's going on, so we tried to figure out how to add to that. Um, one thing that we've done this year is in conjunction uh, with the uh, Journal of Biopharmaceutical Statistics uh, is uh, putting out a special edition of papers that are associated with the workshop. Uh, and those papers will be presented at special sessions designated during the workshop, and the authors during those sections, sessions um, who were invited to submit papers uh, will have their papers appear uh, in, a, in an edition of the JBS that would come out somewhere around March next year, which we also think would be a good way to consistently uh, throughout the year promote the workshop. Uh, and then we also offered anybody else uh, who was are going to be part of sessions throughout the workshop to uh, also submit papers. Uh, and we did get uh, a good number of papers submitted. So we think uh, that's going to be a very interesting volume of the journal um, in conjunction uh, with, with the workshop as well. Yeah, those are all uh, particularly uh, exciting features of the meeting. Um, yeah, the, the addition of the journal, I think, will, uh, will be very uh, It'll be interesting to see that final special issue when it comes out. I guess the last question I have for you, probably a bit on the lighter side, uh, there were rumors uh, in the past that uh, there may be a mixer at the workshop this year. Is that uh, true? Yeah, not a rumor. <laughs> not a rumor. <laughs> Maybe the, uh, the part about it being an open bar was the rumor. <laughs> is that the rumor? As long as all you order at the bar is soda or water or juice, then yes, it'll be open. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I well, hope to see you there and enjoy, Richard. Uh, I will definitely be there. Well, thanks very much to both of you for uh, talking to me today. I appreciate you taking your time. And we appreciate Thank the opportunity. You. Thank you.